Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Since Free Talk Live is, we'll call it my boss uh, of this program, can I get a 21% raise? Do you think that's... Well, we don't have employees, Captain, so <laughs> no. Okay, but wouldn't it be nice if everybody just got a 21% raise? Yeah, that'd be great. I think that would help because well, uh, inflation seems like it's at least getting up towards that that range. If you you know double the official numbers, you're at about 20, uh, 20% right now. The producer price in, index at least has just crossed 10% last month. Well, How about everyone got a 21% raise, then wouldn't it be like no one got a 21% raise like mm. within a well, week or so? Well, okay, what if just a certain subgroup of people got a 21% raise? Oh, the important people. Well, just a certain Like subgroup. the very best people. The people who deserve a one-fifth of their income raise. I mean, that that's not the people who are getting the 21%, but though. It's not? No. It's not the most, like, contributing to society and, like, you know... Helping us have a civilization instead of, say, murdering brown children for large sums of cash? I mean, well, should I just tell everybody? <laughs> well, I know should. where you're going with this, Captain, uh, but the reason I was setting uh, setting it up was yeah, I to... Don't, I don't want to, like... To explain that, you know, a lot of people have inflation on the mind uh, today, and it's it's hitting hard, right? I mean, well, gas- yeah, and, and I mean the 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 general raise that has been going on it has been like uh, just record breaking. It's been like five percent. There's a link here that comes from Fred, and Fred That's has the government. Fred has federal a Reserve. source, a Board of Governors Federal Reserve System, and so the article says, uh, citing Fred. If you want to put this in perspective, this is from this article. If you want to put it into perspective, we can take a look at the monetary supply at the beginning of 2020, which showed just 4.0192 trillion in circulation. By January 2021, that number had jumped up to 6.7 trillion. But this was only the beginning. By November of last year, that number climbed to 20.354 trillion dollars. Wow. Meaning okay. that since January 2020, the United States has printed nearly 80% of all U.S. dollars in exist. So probably 78, wow. 79%. Nuts. Yeah. So w- what amazes me on this is like they are now saying, oh, well, there's all this inflation. We better do something about that. It's like you needed to do a lot then. Like, so the, the, the last time that we've had numbers anywhere like this, as far as inflation goes, was the 80s, mm-hmm. when they had a 20%, like, uh, the base uh, age uh, rate of, uh, of uh, interest on, on your loans. I think it was the late 70s, right? Gas crunch time, all that kind of stuff. Captain, you've got to correct the numbers on what Congress gets paid. We were throwing around $400,000. like half of that is 174 is the minimum of... Uh, depending, there's different levels, but the, it's between 174, 193. Just thousand. scraping by. Yeah. I mean, there's no way someone could survive on 170 <laughs> to 190 thousand dollars. They need that 21 percent raise. Yeah, sure. right. I guess. No, uh, you know, if they really wanted to actually show that they were anything like the rest of the people in the United States, they would actually not give themselves a raise and try to make ends meet like the rest of uh, people have to do out there. But no, no, they can just vote themselves a pay raise and they know they're going to get reelected every time they do it. So why not? Well, and there's more to it, too, than just that salary, right? Once they're... Oh, yeah, they get all the bennies. 
well, all the bennies, and then free health care. If they're a congressperson or critter, as some call them, Congress mm-hmm. critter, for six years, then they get a salary for life. Ooh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some people sweet. think some people think that once you're you're a congressperson uh, for you know just one term that you get that. No, you have to you have to be six yeah. six terms or six years. Six. Terms. Six terms. Yeah, okay. sorry, so 12 years, I guess. Gotcha. Not since 1996 has Congress passed such a monumental increase uh, as they have this 21%. So it's been what, 30 years or something, 20, mm-hmm. 30, something. Wow. I can't math. Uh, naturally, this 21% raise was tucked neatly away in the $1.5 trillion spending bill somewhere inside the 2,700 pages that not a single member of Congress read. Well, of they? course they didn't. I mean, there, there was there was this one thing. Like I, I remember hearing someone uh, putting forth the idea of like having some kind of law that would slow them down from passing these things, and I'm like, yeah, uh, I, I think it was uh, uh, Rand Paul that tried to pass the, the the law that says you have to read the law before you pass it, and was roundly voted down. The the, the people who write the laws are going to pass a law that prohibits them from doing anything is ridiculous <laughs> oh you mean you mean they're not going to govern themselves no huh <laughs> no and and if they do well i mean we're just gonna get what we already have so tyrants forcing their opinion upon other people well okay so according to the mainstream media they are claiming fact checkers are saying this is not true so when it comes to congress unlike oh i don't know let's say public school teachers right uh, Congress has a line item that's their salary, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have another line item for expenses. And this is things Congress people, you know, pay for out of pocket, right? Like you've heard of the public school teachers who like buy supplies for the children in their yeah. class out of their own salary and they don't get reimbursed. Well, Congress doesn't even have to worry about that because they just have this whole other budget for all that kind of stuff. Correct. And that's where the 21% comes in. So the mainstream media is correct in that it's not an increase to their salary, but it right. is an increase to the amount of money given to them to do their job. Yeah, that is what has been raised by 21%. This according to Local12.com, reporting uh, from the AP, that the number has gone up 21%. The current number that they're now being appropriated for their offices, basically, for their budgets of running you know, their bureaucracy of the state secretary and you know aides or whatever well, it is they have i mean they do this is all like expenses stuff too so mm-hmm. they go out to eat or something yep. it's thrown into this bucket right so it doesn't come out of their salary like everybody else on planet earth 774.4 million dollars is the new number which is up 134.4 million from its previous number so it is 21 percent higher than fiscal year 2021 so that is what has been raised i went to college several colleges i don't know numerous whatever it is but my real biological father was a lawyer. My stepfather uh, was a corporate vice president for a large corporation. And he went to Stanford University and majored in mass communications. And uh, so from a very young age, I was always taught to look, you know, critique, look at the media differently, I think, than many do. Mm-hmm. And, I was always taught, and I always read the newspaper voraciously. And I think that's why I love your shows, my, my upbringing. And, uh, but the reason I'm calling is uh, two reasons. First, I work in food and beverage. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a corporate vice president or law. 
But you guys last week on listening to your show, uh, oh, quickly, another real quick interjection. More people need to listen to your show. <laughs> Thank you. you. I appreciate that. Be we got to get to the point, yeah. though. Please. Okay, a little, very quickly. Okay. Quickly. Last week, you said, like, you're a good garbage guy. You made you Ukrainian's good, Russian's bad, blah, blah. And it's not like that completely. And the media has already drawn that line. And uh, when I was in Germany, I'm not saying which military branch, there was like all this, this is like 20, 30 years ago. There's all this kid. You'd have, I had a major who had four kids over there and a wife, and it was just uh, the spending. They go to, to the, you know, the commissary. It was like a the, I just recall one thing being over there the spending was out of hand. I'm just wondering about this interest rate. Does that have anything to do with a money market account or your bank account? Yeah. Is it, uh, yeah savings, it, is it going to? Yeah, every rate, uh, every interest rate is going to shift up because of uh, because of the shift in the in the federal funds rate. Wait, wait. So that means that if you have a money market or a bank account, you're going to get paid a higher interest rate. That's in that correct. Case? Which still won't be Jack Diddley because bank accounts don't pay you right squat. You will but. be uh, paid a higher interest rate uh, based on the shift from zero to zero point two five percent. So okay. So yeah, uh, your your interest bearing stuff will uh, will also see that. Uh, thing is that I mean, compared to the compared to the inflation that's going on right now, it's absolute. It's it's a loss, honestly. Of course, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, right now, uh, if you if you have some money that you want to put aside for savings, mo- uh, cash is a bad place to put it. Money market place uh, accounts are a bad place to put it. I mean, you want it in something solid. You want it in in gold, in Bitcoin, in uh, stocks are are so so. If you have figured out how to use cryptocurrency correctly, like uh, gas prices are still going down for you. Mm. I mean, if you look at like, okay, well, in 2020 at this point, here's how much a gallon of gas cost mm-hmm. in Bitcoin, and you mm. uh, look at it now, it's like it's not even close. It's a huge reduction in your gas cost. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, I, I mean, if you look at this over the course of years, like, yeah, there there is some instability day to day. There's even oh, some yeah. instability minute to minute. But if you look at it over the long term, I mean, it, it just keeps going up. Wrapping your head around the difference between something like the United States dollar and something like Bitcoin, wrapping your head around the difference and how that works, looking at it from the perspective of the cryptocurrency versus the perspective of the dollar is key to also understanding how government controls you through their financial tools mm-hmm. their financial oppression i should say because it's really what it is mm-hmm. and that and that's the thing cryptocurrency gives everyone the ability to, to completely sidestep government control so i mean uh in the news recently was the uh you know when the when the canadian government decided you aren't allowed to use a bank you aren't allowed to send money on, on uh, gofundme or give send go well cryptocurrency is a way of sidestepping that by what magic do certain people, just other humans, get to rob other humans to support their livelihood? Number two, by what magic do certain people, just other humans, get to make rules over other humans, other than a father over his children, let's say? By what magic do certain people get to make rules over nature, what God has created? And by what magic do certain people, just other humans, get to arrest people, other humans who break their bogus rules? 
or pass judgment over them or beat jail or kill them, for example, because they have simply disobeyed. This is the question. These are the questions that I want to just ask everybody all the time. By what magic does it happen? Because in my mind, if, as you said, we are all equal, where does this magic come from? Those belief. Are, those are great questions. The magic of belief. Well, uh, yeah, that, that's really what it is. Uh, superstition, belief. Uh, well, they believe that if they go and they punch a chat on a piece of paper and drop it in a box along with a bunch of other people, uh, that that legitimizes a whole ton of violence mm-hmm. and uh, this entire quote-unquote system. But it, it really does come down to a mass delusion uh, that this thing really does exist. I played football in high school. I went out to college and I, I made the freshman team at a Big Ten college. And uh, one day the coach came to me uh, and said, uh, it's either your hair or football. And I said to him, I thought I left this crap in high school. I remember that lie of like, no, no, it'll all be better once you get to college. Then I got to college and it's like, no, no, it'll all be better once you get to grad school. And I'm like, wait a second, I already fell for this one once. Was he saying yeah. you had to cut your hair or you, you know, you're getting kicked off the team? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, I mean, it just blew my mind. And now, of course, now you see football players out with hair coming down to their butt, you know, mm-hmm. um, and nobody seems to think differently about it. It's, it's, I don't know why it started in the first place, where it started, how far back, but all this, all this where someone else gets to manipulate your life, um, and, well, this, and we just accept it. Yeah, th- this is why I thought your second question was better than your, because uh, like your, fir- your first series of questions was, uh, by what magic? And I thought the related, but like uh, the even better question is, where does it come from? I've been listening to Free Talk Live for, God, 20 years now. Wow, thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks, man. Ever since, I've, ever since I moved to Germany. And uh, I still listen to the podcast daily. Um, but I'm calling because this last two years and the situation we have going on right now is Russia has just basically tipped the scales for me, uh, my life. Um, I've been involved in cryptocurrency for as long as I've been listening to Free Talk Live. Wow. And um, I've basically gotten to the point in my life uh, where I am now um, independent. I have my own business. And uh, I've just basically decided to turn my back on everything that is out there, everything that I'm being told, everything that I read, everything that I see is just not the world in which I live. Hmm. I've basically, I don't want to say I'm a hermit, mm-hmm. but I have my family, I have my place where I live, and it and it's not coming from a point of ignorance. Mm-hmm. It's not coming from a point of, I, I do understand that there are outside forces that can affect the way I live, which is happening right now, because I'm dependent on suppliers for products Mm -hmm. and i'm having difficulty getting some products that i need Mm -hmm. however that will not change the way i decide to live my life 
There's a lot of people who are completely unaware of what is going on in the world unless it slaps them right in the face. And I don't blame them for that at all. And the fear does function as a feedback loop. Because, I mean, this already happened. This whole thing with uh, with the Ukraine already happened in Crimea, except that time our, our corporate media had a different thing to focus on. They were already scaring everyone about a virus, and they wanted to keep the focus on that, if I, if I haven't screwed up my, my uh, memory of uh, when it happened. But either way, it was one thing or another that they didn't really want to focus on this. But... Okay, so the same thing happens again, but this time all of the corporate media focuses on it, and everyone gets really worked up about the Donbass when they didn't get worked up about Crimea, so it just feeds back into itself so that it yeah, becomes it, a bigger thing, so that the invasion becomes a bigger invasion, so that, I mean, it, it's wild. And what, and what about Syria? Yeah, I mean, people yeah, kind right. of forget. Yeah. People forget that that's still going on. I mean, yeah. my my wife is a director of a school, and she has constant, constant children from Syria coming in hmm. because this place is still under bombardment. But we don't hear anything about that. Let's say I go work for you. You own a business, and I come to work for you. And you say, great, David, you start on Monday, and you're going to be in Office 105. What's to stop me from from taking Office 205? Well, probably you, my agreement that I'm working for you, that, that right. I have to go by your rules. So when someone says, well, we, we go by these laws and rules here, you know, there's, there's nothing keeping you here. If, if you don't log the laws in a certain place, you go somewhere else. So there's been a majority of people that pass a certain law. We, we, because we choose to live here, the price oh, for living Oh, did you choose where you got born? Because I think I, I missed that I meeting. I got born, right, but I'm, but I'm an adult, and I could go where I want. I've got a no, you friend. can't. You got to ask permission first. Well, but I've got a friend who. This I'll is just his blow right past call. that one. No, no. Okay, let's say I get pulled over for speeding. Okay, cop pulls me over. Mm-hmm. I pull over, and he's he's engaging with me, and then all of a sudden I get out of my car, and I run from him, and he chases after me, and I do whatever else, and he has to then, you know, use his weapon against me. Oh, he has to. I have a friend. I, well, I have a friend of mine that says. For example, let's say, let's say I, I strike the officer, and then he has to then strike me back. In his line of thought, I got stricken because I was speeding. David, um, how come birds don't have to show a passport when they fly south for the winter? <laughs> they, go, they go wherever they want to because of climate. I mean, it's just... Right. I, okay, I, how, about, uh, how about a moose that crosses from the United States into Canada? Does the moose have to show a passport? Well, they're not a sentient human being. So, but... so a, a moose and a bird are more free than I am as a human being. Sad but true. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't. And know. look, I think David, a, to your other point, well, let's just presume you are able to get the passport, the permission okay. slip from Massa, and then you can go to some other place. Right. Well, then you got to ask the new Massa for permission mm-hmm. to come in. And they may or may not be interested in having you on their plantation or how long you can stay or, you know, or how much money you have to pay to become a citizen of their plantation now. Yep. There's no place to go on the face of the planet that actually welcomes free people and is a free place. Uh, Let's say I had a boat and I said, you know what, I'm going to go to Spain. I don't care about this country anymore. I'm going to go to Spain. There's no law that says I can't get that boat put it in one of one of these beautiful beaches here in South Carolina, get on the water, and just go. 
Nobody's so, going to reach out and grab me and pull me back. Sure, you can live out on the ocean, uh, and you're not really subject Actually, to very much. You, you might be surprised at how effective things like the Coast Guard are. That fall, the lieutenant came from the Pentagon and accused me of cheating. Eisenhower had publicly said there was no way an 18-year-old Ammon Basic could beat everybody in the Air Force. So they challenged the Air Force to a head-to-head competition. I represented the Air Force, and I beat them again. (laughs) Before it, there was a press conference. So what is this, some sort of physical kind of test? Yeah, push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, and running a quarter mile. Okay. And he put a a point system. The more you did, the more points you got. So my accumulated number was the highest in the military, Army, Navy, Marines, Coast Guard. Wow. And and I was only 18 Airmen Basic. I I was in tech school. I hadn't even uh, graduated from tech school yet. Hmm. So we did a head-to-head competition uh, about, uh, October 20, uh, 22nd, 24th, somewhere in there, 1958. Now, if anybody has the uh, Lowry Air Force Base, uh, Lowry Airmen, the journal, or any uh, uh, newspaper articles like that, there was five or six newspapers that asked me questions in the news conference. I'm I'm looking for the information. I I hadn't said anything about this all my life. I'm I'm 82 now, and I'm you know I'm okay. going to be kicking off, and my kids don't even know about it. They proved, hey, we have the biggest gang. If you fight us, we will just kill you. Mm-hmm. So it it evolved from we can simply kill you. We have more. We have more beefy guys with more weapons. It evolved from that into. A, a more subtle explanation, a more articulate explanation, and this way we don't have to actually prove that we can kill you, which is how we end up in a circumstance. Which they still now. is what backs it all up, and right. when, it, when Ex- it comes down well, to it, sort of, because at this point we outnumber them so horrendously sure. that they can't actually kill us if we decide that this isn't how things run anymore. Right. Well, when you say we, you mean average people compared to the people calling themselves the state. But most, as we go back to what we were talking about before, most of those average people fully believe and buy into the state they exactly. are completely within uh the the uh, the delusion cognitive so, stockholm dissonance syndrome yeah so that's what's got to change and it, unfortunately it doesn't look like that's going to change anytime soon because government's handing out checks left and right and people sure do love themselves a check well it's sure changing here in new hampshire yeah, it's it seems to be going in the right direction here in New Hampshire. We're seeing a large number of people migrating here as part of the Free State Project, for instance. Record numbers of freedom-loving activists are coming here. Well, I just wanted to talk a little bit about why financial advisors won't suggest or, you know, even entertain like a normal person investing in crypto. And I, I have a few reasons why I think. You can tell me what you think about those reasons. Uh, one reason is they keep talking about timing the market, you know, like cryptos, like if you bought a month and a half ago, the crypto market went down or it was up high and then it crashed, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, the same can be said for stock market, you know, you're timing the market. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, when yep. you go buy gas, you're essentially timing the market because like mm-hmm. last night I went and bought gas to fill my tank up and today gas is lower. So I lost like five bucks. 
And well, over and, a year's time, that money adds up. But uh, and, and no also, matter what the price is at, it's a good reason not to buy it now. Oh, it dropped to it drop. I was I'm waiting until it drops to twenty. If it drops twenty, oh, I'm waiting until it drops to ten. Mm-hmm. So uh, exactly the real reason, of course, is that banks and financial institutions the globe over are still deathly afraid of cryptocurrency because they know exactly. it's coming for them. It's coming for their industry. It's coming for their livelihood. It's coming for their institutions. It's coming, and it's not going to stop. Now, these institutions, of course, you know, these employees who are financial advisors, if you might employ one of these, they have signed an agreement that says, I will only pimp the things that my particular company is pimping. You were talking about places on Earth where no country has really claimed it. And um, in the end, the Arctic situation, I don't think that they've ever, ever have gotten <laughs> Wow, you have not looked into this. Uh, Antarctica is not only fully claimed, but there are several sections that are pl- claimed by multiple countries. Hmm. Okay, well, I remember a long time ago, um, there was a country that was having a problem and they needed a vehicle, which they didn't have. So they called Italy and asked if they could... Use- uh, have the key to open the um, the Italian house there with a with a, with an, a, an attached garage, so that they could use their vehicle. So the Italians told them where the key was and said, "You sure go right ahead." Are we still so talking they, about they, Antarctica? Yes, Antarctica. That's right. Okay, an Italian villa in Antarctica. Here on Free Talk Live. Yeah, it was an it was an Italian little settlement. What they call it? A little settlement. You know where they have their their stuff, and they they didn't occupy it all year long. Uh, and um, and during a time when it wasn't being occupied, like I said, they wanted to find out if they could use the vehicle, so they called Italy over this over the what they call that that phone that goes by by uh, over the satellite, and they called Italy and they and they asked the Italians if they could if they could borrow the the, the vehicle, and the Italians said sure. Okay. They told them where the key was. They went in and they borrowed the vehicle, and they. Gave it back, and that was it. What does this have to do with anything? Know, no area uh, of the planet that hasn't been claimed by government. Well, I just wanted to let you know that you know other obviously other countries were in that same immediate area. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.